I have four questions for us. Four questions from the Bible. The first one is in Genesis chapter 3, verse 9. Then the Lord called to Adam, the Lord God called to Adam, sorry, and said to him, where are you? Now remember, this is when Adam and Eve were hiding from God. They had just sinned and they, they knew they were naked, right? So the question is, where, where are we in our standing with God? Are we in good standing with God? Or are we trying to hide from God? Hagar said he is the God who sees us, right? If we look at Joel chapter 2, verses 12 and 13, Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. God sees us even when we're doing wrong, even when we're in the wrong. He knew where Adam and Eve were, but he wants us to turn to him. He wants us to turn to him and repent and just come back to him and be his child. So question number two actually comes from Job chapter 14, verse 14, and this is where part of Job's lament. I'm just going to look at the question in the verse, so I am kind of cherry-picking, but if a man dies, shall he live again? It's a question, right? It's a question for us. Will we live again? Does everyone live again? Do we all rise from the grave? And if we look at John chapter 5, verses 28 and 29, the Lord actually answers this question for us. He says, For the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. So everyone will rise again, but not everyone will rise to life. Some will rise to condemnation. So we want to make sure that we are with the Lord and that we are going to rise to life. We're going to have that resurrection to life. And we want to share that with as many people as we can. So our third question is from Matthew chapter 19, verse 25. Now, this is where Jesus had just made the comment about how hard it was for a rich person to get into the kingdom of heaven. And so then, when the disciples heard that, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? And of course, that's because they see the rich, they see these people with all these worldly blessings, and they assume that they have God's favor, that that was they were the favorite of God. And if those people could not be saved, how could anyone else be saved? There's kind of two answers to this. There's the one really simple answer in Mark 16, chapter 16, verse 16, where Jesus says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And that kind of reflects back to our previous question and statement about life and condemnation. But it doesn't really answer who these will be. 
Because the question is, who will be saved or can be saved, right? If we look at Luke chapter 14, there is a parable there, the parable of the Great Supper. It's in Luke chapter 14, and it's 15 through 24 are the verses. Now, I'm not going to read all of that, but I'm going to sum up the biggest part of it. There was a certain man who was having this great banquet or supper, and he invited all these people, and uh, all these people made excuses and didn't come. They were too busy with other things. They couldn't make it to the, the banquet. So then his servant comes and reports this to him. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And then the servant came back and said, well, there's, I'm paraphrasing, there's still room. We still got room. So the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. So the people who aren't too busy, who are going to be saved are the poor, the disadvantaged, then the normal and the regular people who were just out there being driven in, being brought, compelled to come into the dinner, right? And it's something we want to make sure that we're not too busy for the Lord is the idea. We don't want to be too busy or caught up or thinking that we're too special in our own eyes. We want to make sure that we're available to meet the Lord, to answer his invitation, right? To come to him. So uh, our fourth question is Hebrews chapter 2, verses 2 through 4. Now, this is a long question like I would expect from Paul, and I know we don't know who wrote Hebrews, but this is another one of those that's just very long. I'm going to condense it down. It's verses 2 through 4, but the main part of the question is really in verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? And what he means, how shall we escape? How shall we escape judgment, right? How shall we escape judgment if we neglect the great salvation offered by the Lord, offered by Jesus? And the simple answer is we can't escape, right? If we neglect the salvation that only comes from our Lord, then we can't escape. But now in 2 Corinthians, Paul has been encouraging the Corinthians to be reconciled to God. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, he has a quote. He says, in an acceptable, he said, well, let me get this right. For the verse, for he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. And that's his quote. But then after that, Paul says to them, behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So now is the time, and now is the day. It is time for repentance, for salvation, for life to be renewed in Christ every day that we live. Now is always the time, and now is always the day. 
So I would encourage everyone just, you know, don't put off anything that you need to do to save your soul or to get back into a correct relationship with uh, God the Father, if that's what you need. And if we can help with any of that in any manner this evening, we'd ask you to please come forward while we stand and while we sing.